not that chilly here in California as compared to other places in the nation. We still believe in global warming. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. This is one of the worst winters for the U.S. and other places that uh, we've ever seen. So, minus 39 degrees places. Praise God for everyone. So, thank you for tuning in. Uh, bless you guys. We love you. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. Amen. And Jesus is victory. We braved another cold Southern California day. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Praise God forevermore. I have a little praise report. I posted a, a video. We're doing Thursday night live services on our Facebook as well. I posted a video and I tried paying to boost it. It was on our conclusion of First John that we were doing. And I mentioned um, Sleepy Joe Biden and I think President Trump in there somewhere. And how it seems like things have kind of slowed down a little. And I referenced that that could be because Sleepy Joe Biden's in the White House. That we've had a little reprieve and a little break and things just seem to, a little pause, if you will. Because things were moving pretty fast with President Trump. I, the end of the world was coming. I mean, he was getting things done. Amen? That president's fulfilled more Bible prophecy than any other president in history. So we were moving pretty fast. So this is a nice... Oh, this is a nice time to catch, catch our breath. Amen? <laughs> and so they rejected it. They wouldn't post it on Facebook because I mentioned those two things. And so I tried posting it twice, and it was rejected, rejected, and then it said, Place, press here for a review. And I said, as I pressed it, I said, the favor of God's on me, and I'm going to have favor with a worker at Facebook right now. I know it. And I pressed that button, and it said, approved. Approved. So I got it out, and it reached uh, 1.2 thousand people. So praise God forevermore. <laughs> Amen. Favor. favor. Say the favor of God. Favor. Encompasses me as with a shield. Amen. Favor is on your life. Praise God forevermore. What you think you can't do, you can probably do. Amen. With God on your side. So praise God for that one. That's a little victory. Amen. And it shall continue. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're in our midst. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Your written word. Make it living, Holy Ghost. Let it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside force or distraction. We cast the whole of our cares over on you, for you care for us, and you're our perfect caretaker, and you have everyone and everything in the palm of your hands, because we're your children, and we give you all the praises for it. We cast that care, that whole of our care, over on you. You got it handled. We, we give it to you. You can handle it. We thank you, Lord, <laughs> that you're big, 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 and you're doing great things in our midst. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen, amen. amen. Let's see where we shall begin. This is a good word. The Lord gave me some something in my spirit, and I've been talking to him all the way to the service. Lord, is that... <laughs> I pray uh, groanings and utterings and just searching in the spirit if that's really what he wants. You know, blah, blah, blah. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost, shall we? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just pray over Ellie right now in Jesus' precious name. We bless her. We thank you for your covering upon her. We plead the blood of Jesus over her. She was admitted to the hospital, and we just bless her, Lord, that your angels surround her and encompass her as with a shield, that you send laborers into her harvest and workers, angels unaware even, to attend to her and to touch her. You've done it for me, Lord. And I know I've seen you do it for others in that hospital. you got people in there. So praise God that you send the right ones to her room right now. 
and we give you all the praises for your sweet, sweet presence that surrounds her now. In Jesus' precious name. As you feel it. Amen. You felt the presence, that's the presence that's there right now. Amen. Praise God forevermore. So thank you for agreeing. Um, the cord of two or three strands is not easily broken. And where two or three agree on anything, it will be done for them. Praise God, we're acting on the word here. Amen? Amen. Where to go, where to begin? Proverbs 24, if you will. Proverbs 24. And we are going to take care of some business during this service in terms of government. Proverbs 24. Do not be envious of evil men. Don't be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. (laughs) Nor desire to be with them. (laughs) For their heart devises violence, and their lips talk of troublemaking. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Say that with me, riches. See, riches are pleasant in God's eyes. With all precious and pleasant riches, by knowledge those rooms are filled. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases his strength. For by wise counsel you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate. We have another proverb that says prosperity kills the fool. Well, the only cure for that is wisdom and knowledge. You don't have to be a fool, amen? Wisdom and knowledge through the word of God will make you smart, will make you wise, will make you knowledgeable and understanding. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate. He who plots to do evil will be called a schemer. Hey, this is the word of God and it cannot fail. This is a promise. It happens. It's spiritual law. He who plots to do evil will be called a schemer. The devising of foolishness is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination to men, not just the Lord, to men. Men are going to turn against him. Verse 10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Pretty much that means if your spiritual strength is small, um, you're going to faint when you're tested and tried and tempted. And you're going to fail. But if you feed your your spirit man the real you and your strength is great on a daily basis, you will not fail or faint in the day of adversity when trouble, test, trial, and affliction come. You won't faint. Just like Paul the Apostle, he just kept going. Amen? His strength was great. Just like Jesus, kept on going. His strength was great. Why? Because he fed on the Word. He fed himself on the Word of the living God. That's the only cure for strength, spiritual strength in this earth, is the living word of God planted within us. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Which means, the opposite of that, if your strength is great, you won't faint. Deliver those who are drawn toward death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. That's a good verse. Deliver those who are drawn toward death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. They don't even know where they're going half the time. Hold them back. (laughs) Help them out. Deliver them. If you say, surely we did not know this, 
Does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? Notice that verse. We know that God looks on the heart of man, not the outward appearance. I'll talk about Ted Cruz in a second. If you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? Yes, he will. You cannot escape the spiritual law of seed time and harvest as long as the earth remains. Sowing and reaping shall remain. You reap what you sow, no matter what. No matter who you are, where you live, you reap what you sow. Amen. Verse 13, my son, eat honey because it is good. Hey, honey's good. Amen. It's got nutritional benefit. I eat a lot of it. Lily says, honey, honey. She's like a little honey bear. (laughs) My son, eat honey because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to your taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. He's comparing that taste of honey, that satisfaction to the knowledge of your soul and wisdom here through the word of God. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul, his word. If you have found it, there is a prospect and your hope will not be cut off. If you found what? His word. Amen. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. This is a warning from God. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not plunder his resting place. For a righteous man may fall seven times, but he shall arise again. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. You reap what you sow. I like another translation that says, Though a righteous man fall seven times, he shall arise. Though a righteous man fall seven times, he shall arise. (laughs) And it says the wicked shall be cut off. They will not rise. But the righteous will always arise. Why? Because we have a risen king. Always pulling us up higher and higher. Out of ourselves and into him. Praise God for Jesus. And your hope will not be cut off, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. That could be natural disaster, whatever you want, tribulations of any kind, shall fall by calamity. Do not rejoice, and here's Matthew 5 that Jesus taught us, do not rejoice when, say when, when your enemy falls, that's a promise of God, that your enemies are going to fall. Do not rejoice when they fall. So to curb these two verses right here, you should already be praying for them like Jesus says to do in Matthew 5, praying for your enemies. Because if you're doing that, you don't have to worry about these verses. They don't apply to you. If you're already praying for your enemies, you can avoid these. He says, do not rejoice when your enemy falls and do not let, do not allow, so you have to guard against this, your heart to be glad when he stumbles. Don't allow that. Don't get into offense and strive and uh, mingling of the flesh. Just stay in love and keep praying for him and just bless him. Amen? That's our side. That's our spirit. That's our heart. Amen? To side with Jesus. Lest the Lord see it and it displease him. This is displeasing to God to rejoice over the fall of your enemies. Because you're trying to save them. And it's God's will to save them. And he's long-suffering to save them. But as we shall read, there's a time and a season for every purpose under the sun. Lest the Lord see it and is to please displease him. So stay on the blessing side. Stay in covenant. Stay in love. Stay on his side, no matter what. Lest the Lord see it in your heart. Again, God looks at your heart, the heart of man. And it displeases him. And he turn away his wrath from him. 
It's not going to be a total destruction. Because <laughs> just let the Lord work, he's saying. Amen? But you got to keep your heart in love and keep your heart clean and pure to allow the, the Lord to finish his work. Recompense is of the Lord, he says. It's of the Lord. It's not of us. What's of us? Love. Called us to stay in love and keep praying. Keep praying. Amen. He's long-suffering. So are we. Verse 19, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked. Don't fret. Don't worry because of them. Don't get bogged down with CNN or any news out there in the world. That's not your world. You have a kingdom. It's not a world. You have a kingdom. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked, for there will be no prospect for the evil man. There's no hope. There's no future. There's no prospect. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. That's a promise from God. It will come to pass. He hastens his word to perform it. Don't get our part mixed up with his. He does his job. We do ours. We stay in love. We bless our enemies. We curse not. We pray for those who despitefully use us. Amen. Amen. And he does his part. My son, fear the Lord and the king. Do not associate with those given to change. I wrote climate change in there. <laughs> I just put climate in there. <laughs> Do not associate with those given to climate change. <laughs> to those who are deceived. Can I tell you what climate change is and when Al Gore started that thing? When Al Gore started climate change, it was to get taxpayers' money into politicians' pockets. That's all it is. You can look around right now this year. I love how God shows off. And it's one of the worst winters <laughs> in many places of the world right now. It's the coldest it's been in years, 40 years in some places. That's why I said if you believe in climate change, you're just an idiot. I mean, you just have to open your eyes and look around. Climate change was created, a doctrine created really by Al Gore to get taxpayers' money into government officials' pockets. That's all it is. That's all it is. All the billions of dollars Joe Biden's trying to pass for climate control or, to, you know, to support climate change and global warming is just a tactic of the taxpayers' money into politicians' pockets. That's all it is. Amen. Coldest winter we've ever had in a while. Snow's up to their their knees in New York right now. Minus 39 in Kansas City. Wow. Come on. <laughs> Global warming. Global idiots. <laughs> That's okay. You can renew your mind. Amen? Amen. You just renew your mind with the truth. You don't have to stay a fool. You don't have to stay an idiot. Just renew your mind. The Bible talks about it. Paul the Apostle says the carnal mind is enmity against God. But you can change it and be transformed with the renewing of your mind by the word. You don't have to be a meathead anymore. Amen? You don't have to be carne-minded, carne-asada, meat-headed. Amen? <laughs> you can transform your thoughts to his thoughts and think God's thoughts. And he's got the whole world in his hands. That's Psalm 24.1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all who dwell therein. He's got it. He created it. He knows how to handle it. We can't wreck it. <laughs> we really can't even better it. But we can take care of it. Amen? We ought to be good stewards on the earth. That's not a dismissal for stewardship. Amen? Praise God. That's good preaching. 
So don't associate with those given to climate change. <laughs> For their calamity will rise suddenly. Say suddenly. 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 And who knows the ruin those two can bring. And here's where the Lord wanted me to stop and deal with some business. And I've been praying it through and ask him, really? Is this really the best? I believe it is. And let's just take a show of hands. I'm just going to read this prophecy real fast. Stop right there, pausing your Bible right there. By Jerry Savelle on October 11th, 2020. And this goes along with it. This was the word of the Lord the Lord gave him for 2021 this year. He said, a great shaking, a great shifting, and a great displacing will take place in your nation. And then, immediately following this, there will come a great awakening and a great outpouring. And here's the definitions of those words. Shaking means the act of causing something to be removed or replaced. Shifting, the act of changing position or direction. Displacing, the act of laying aside someone and making room for another. Awakening, the act of becoming more attentive to the will, the plans, and the purposes of God. Outpouring, I love this one. A sudden rapid flow and barrage of God's spirit, power, anointing, love, and blessings. <laughs> How many of us agree for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost? An outpouring of the Holy Spirit. If you're watching, you can receive the Holy Spirit right now if you're a Christian. That's the only requirement to receive the Holy Ghost is to first receive Jesus. You can receive Jesus by simply saying, Father, I believe Jesus died for me personally and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. Amen. And now don't stop there just to receive the Holy Ghost. He's God on earth as well. And say, Holy Spirit, I desire you to come in in a full measure. Overflow me this morning. Overflow me today with the evidence of speaking in new tongues, a supernatural prayer language that starts deep down in your belly where your spirit being is, where the real you lives. And it'll start just like that, and don't stop the flow. Pray like that all the days of your life. That's what Paul the Apostle meant when he said, pray without ceasing. Your carnal mind will cease. <laughs> But your spirit won't. It lives forever. So pray from your spirit, not your head. Amen? Elijah and Andy, I approve this message. <laughs> Praise Jesus. You can't effectively pray God's will if you're still carnally minded. You've got to renew your mind to pray His perfect will through. And praying in tongues will do that for you. It'll help. For their calamity will rise suddenly, and who knows the ruin that those two can bring. Jerry Savelle, his word that came to him, said, This is what you're to be watching for and what you're to be expecting as you enter this new year. You'll see it, says the Lord. And remember when it happens, say when it happens, that I told you beforehand. I'm in charge of the seasons and the times, and my purposes shall be fulfilled. Say fulfilled. I have the power to raise up and to bring down. And no man, no government, and certainly no adversary will stop what I have planned. So lift up your hands and praise me. And know, know that I have everything under control. And if you like, hold your spot right there in Proverbs 24 and just turn a couple pages to Ecclesiastes 3. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says to everything, say to everything. everything. That's nothing left out, amen? Mm -hmm. To everything, there is a season. There is a season to accomplish His will and His purposes on the earth. A time for every purpose under heaven. 
That's the Earth under heaven. Hey, we landed on Mars. Praise God. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, we're still advancing. Amen. Yeah. Even with a false administration, we the people, we the nation, are still advancing forward. Yeah. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. Time to sow, time to reap. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones. I believe it's dancing time in the church in the house of God. Amen. We're doing celebration. We're doing victory, not defeat. You read the back of the book, we win. It's a good side to be on. The winning side. And a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain, and a time to lose. A time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and a time to sow. A time to keep silence, and a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate. You should have a holy hatred for evil. A time of war, and a reverent love of God and people. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit has the worker from in which he labors under the sun? I have seen the God-given task with which the sons of men are to be occupied. The God-given task. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Don't you love that verse? From ashes to beauty, he makes everything beautiful and right in his time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from the beginning to the end. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice. The wisest, richest man that ever lived said, I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice. Rejoicing will heal your body. Rejoicing will heal your finances. Rejoicing will heal your relationships and your business. Rises richest man said there's nothing better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. See, laboring riches are good. It is the gift of God. Of who? The devil? No. Works not of the devil, works of God. God works. It is the gift of God. Work and labor are gifts of God. Amen. Amen. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. Verse 14. I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that man should fear before him. That man should fear before him, not men. God does it that men should fear before him. That which has already been and what is to be has already been. It's already been planned. It's already been discussed. It's already been prophesied. It's already been laid out by your creator, our creator. And God requires an account of what is past. Moreover, I saw under the sun, this is under the subtitle, injustice seems to prevail. Moreover, I saw under the sun, in the place of judgment, wickedness was there. And in the place of righteousness, the church, iniquity was there. I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked. 
And the word also says that judgment begins at the household of God, with the house of God. So he doesn't judge the world first. He judges us first, the righteous who know the truth. Judgment begins with us first. So that's the order of judgment. It's not the world first, it's his children first. God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every single work. God's hand is upon this nation. God's hand is upon you if you're a child of God. And guess what? More word, more God has proceeded out of the United States of America than any other nation in history. If he saved Sodom for eight, <laughs> surely he'll save the United States for 80 million. Oh, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Have faith in God, not in man. That's the message. God is working. Things are moving. And we're moving forth. And he's called us to exercise judgment, righteousness, and authority on earth while we're here as his body. Guess what? <laughs> we're the mouthpiece on the earth. What God said should be spoken forth. He has no other way to get it into the earth but through us. Therefore, we're prophets because prophets speak and declare the truth. That's the true definition of a prophet, to speak and declare the truth. Amen forevermore. <laughs> Still avoiding going there. Proverbs 24, 23. <laughs> These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. There's my verse I needed. It's not good to show partiality in judgment. The literal translation is recognize faces. When God says a word of judgment, you're to speak it forth no matter who it is. God knows the heart of man. He looks at the heart, not the outward appearance. You're not supposed to recognize faces. When you're supposed to give a word to someone of the Holy Ghost, you're to speak it no matter who or she is. You're not a respecter of persons, neither is he. A word of correction is needed. A word of edification and exhortation is needed. Why? To save their lives. Some people are past repentance. Again, God looks on the heart of man. Words spoken by the Holy Spirit are on his perfect timing and agenda. You have to be tuned with the Holy Ghost to speak those things out in their proper time, in their proper setting. I'm not here to speak about President Trump today, but I am supposed to speak about someone in a Senate seat named Mitch McConnell. It's his birthday today. Ah. Happy birthday. Mm. Let's just uh, pray and intercede for a second. Just praying the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we bless Mitch and his children in the name of Jesus. But as instructed from the Holy Spirit, we loose him from his Senate seat this morning. I bind this man and his actions in the name of Jesus. And we loose him 
from his Senate seat and also his seat as the majority leader in the Senate. I attribute this to be done and written in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Father, I prophesy a female Republican to take his seat in Kentucky, his Senate seat. May she come in unhindered, unadulterated. and unharmed in the name of Jesus. And I also prophesy Ted Cruz to take the majority Senate seat in Mitch McConnell's place. You look at the heart of man. Thank you, God, for doing it. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Amen. Taking care of business. What's done is done. It is not good to show partiality in judgment or recognize faces. God looks at the heart of man. He who says to the wicked, you are righteous, him the people will curse. He who says to the wicked, you are righteous, ministers who have supported Biden's campaign and administration, it ain't going to look pretty for you. Amen. He who says to the wicked, you're righteous, you're doing the right thing. No. Him the people will curse. People are going to rise up against you. Now's the time to change platforms. Nations will abhor him. Nations will abhor him. Kings and governors of the earth, ministers of the earth, people of the earth will abhor you for speaking falsely. But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight. Those who rebuke the, the wicked will what? Have delight. I put a smiley face. <laughs> Therefore, I rebuke this administration. It's a godless administration. I rebuke it. You'll have a reward attached to that if that's you. Those who rebuke the wicked will have delight. And a good blessing will come upon them who stand for righteousness, who know truth from error, who know evil from good, and who choose to stand with good, righteousness, and truth. A good blessing will come upon these men and women. Amen. <laughs> You're not called to support everyone. You're just called to support righteousness, truth, and justice. You're called to support the word of the living God. And all the prophets throughout all the pages of the Bible always gave the same decree to the children of God. Choose you who this day, whom you'll serve. The false gods of Baal, the false gods and idols, or the living true God, Jesus Christ, who created all men. Amen. God is good and he's in our midst and he's raising up a nation. He's raising up our nation. And if you're a prophet and a saint and a called one and a sent one of Almighty God, whatever nation you're in, he'll start raising up because of you. He saved Sodom. He would have saved Sodom for one. Abraham stopped at hate because it had his family covered that ate. One righteous person, the Lord will save a whole nation. 
Amen. Isn't that good news? But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight, and a good blessing will come upon them. He who gives a right answer kisses the lips. Prepare your outside work, make it fit for yourself in the field, and afterward build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause. We're just wrapping up chapter 24 again. For would you deceive with your lips? Do not say, I will do to him just as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule. Verse 30, I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. The word will also bring you diligence. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. And here's what the Spirit of the Lord told to Solomon. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, so shall your poverty come like a prowler, a thief, and your need like an armed man. We've seen so many scriptures that God's in work and he's in the working business. If you don't have a job, ask of God and God will give you a job. Even if they say, you know, almost a million people in the U.S. are out of jobs. You just ask the Lord. Works of the Lord. Amen. He'll create and give you and establish the work of your hands for him. Amen. People all throughout the Great Depression, those who were doing God's will and just his children, tithers, always had work. They didn't get depressed. <laughs> Don't let that name overshadow what God did through all that. Yeah, God was on his people. You know, New York Times may have reported that or coined that the Great Depression, but God's word didn't report that. It's never a depression in the kingdom of God. Amen? <laughs> the economy's always flourishing in heaven. And be it on earth just as it is in heaven, he told us to call it to. So praise God forevermore that the word works. And God is working, and God is so good, and He's so rich, and He knows the time and the seasons for every purpose He has under the sun. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Whew, I delivered it. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I bless Him. Thank you, Lord. Pray for all those in government. And especially in authority, those of you called into the earth to do your will, ministers, Christians in positions everywhere throughout the earth who are supposed to be in authority, we pray for them today, that you raise them up higher and higher, that this is a time and an appointed time of God's favor. And we bless them. We pray for the body of Christ, those who are in authority. Bless their children, bless their houses, bless their income, bless their bread, bless their water, bless their going in, bless their coming out, blessed in the city, blessed in the country. Everything they touch prospers. Everything they put their hand to prospers them. Thank you, Lord, for family, a huge family you have on this earth. We pray for them wherever they're at, in any country, in any time. We bless them today. Raise them up higher and higher. Promote them, Lord, to the head and not the tail, to be above only and not beneath, <laughs> the lender and not the borrower, 
Thank you, Lord, for take back. Total restoration and recompense. You're a God of mercy, you're a God of love, and you're a God of justice and recompense. And we thank you, Lord, for your perfect timing on the scene. Bless you. We wait upon your timing to act. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And when you say go, and when you say do this, we'll move. And it'll be perfect. Because it's in your perfect time. Thank you, Lord. Bless your holy name forever. Lord, we bless all these Republican women coming into government. We cover them in the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord, for moving upon them. I believe the mom is one of the strongest people on the face of the earth. <laughs> you ever messed with a mom before? You ever messed with her kids? <laughs> so we just bless these women. In Jesus' name, we cover them. Thank you, Lord, for solid families, husbands and fathers and mothers and children. Thank you, Lord, for your covering upon them on this earth, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And say it with me, I'm taking over. I'm not taking sides. In Jesus' name. Well, we love you guys, and thank you for being a part of that and releasing your authority and faith with us. We bless you forever. If you'd like to sow into our offering and support this ministry, you can at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. And there's a giving box for you. Just give us your name and information so we can send you a tax deductible receipt and all that jazz. And we just believe, even more than that, we believe with you for a 30, 60, and 100 fold return from every seed that you sow into this ministry. In Jesus' precious name, to keep it going and advance it forward with. So thank you for supporting us. We love you guys. And thank you for all you've done, all our partners online, all our partners here, all our friends, all our family. Thank you, Lord, for making. Thank you for making it what it is. Everyone has a hand in something. Amen. Just know what what something that is that you're supposed to have your hand in. Amen. Praise God forevermore. We love you guys. Happy Saturday. Give someone a hug and a kiss. Praise God.